Welcome to the Westeros Media Podcast, Lessons from the Ashes. We are here to tell the Phoenix Rising stories, coming up from the ashes to build businesses, to build personal brands, to parent, coming out all of it. The stories of those who came from nothing and did great things. We all have a Phoenix Rising story and I can't wait to hear yours. Join me every week for new podcast episodes. And of course, make sure you follow the show so that you never miss an episode. See you soon. Welcome back to the West Rose Media Podcast, Lesson from the Ashes. I am so excited to be here on Zoom with somebody who I have been internet chatting with for ages and never met in the flesh, who I hope to someday. We Jasmine, will. welcome. Please introduce yourself and let us know where you're Zooming in from first and also what you do. Hi, Steph. I am Jasmine and I live here in Tulum, Mexico for now. I'm a Canadian. I am a life leadership and business mentor for soulful entrepreneurs ready to get super wild in what they're here to do. And I have too many animals. I have a dog. I have a cat. One of them, somebody's taking my cat. And I, yeah, I live in Tulum. I literally moved here. Like, I think it was like a year and a half ago. And then I just ended up staying. And I was like, wow, this is like such a place to live. That's what I do. <laughs> that's amazing fantasy um, land Wait. yeah well I mean I've talked about this a lot is about how things that people say oh no you can only do that for vacation or only sometimes and then the people who choose to do it like for a long time and it, it rattles people a little bit when you choose to do stuff like that yeah it's people just think like she's gone like she's off on the other side and I'm like I did not chose like I didn't choose to be nomadic like this just happened to me mm-hmm. I like ran away I ran away from this like home life I ran away from like all of these roots because I was like all these roots are on a foundation that is not aligned with source I'm like gotta go burn it down which is exactly probably what we're going to be going into today yes um and I was like I I have to move and I moved here and I I did the whole nomadic thing I I thought I wasn't a nomad because I had a lease I was like let me sign on the dotted line but you have to read the terms and conditions in Mexico, which I did not do. So (laughs) I really should have had a translator for that because they were like, sign, 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 sign. And then I was like nomadic very soon. I was nomadic within like six months. And I was like, I'm just moving around from like place to place, like every two, three months. And it's giving me a new chapter. And I'm learning my lessons about home in doing this. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. facing the like, the home thing but I'm like that that's my biggest thing so I'm here I'm doing it that's amazing so the whole um theme of the podcast is lessons from the ashes so I would love if you would walk us through a little bit of your I know most people have many but the one that I guess feels like the most important to you the time where you burned something down and then rose up out of the ashes oh this is so like, this is so, so, so real and so true. Um, I have had a few moments like this. Um, one of the most prominent moments I would say was my, I was holding on so much to corporate, to like corporate life um, for a, quite a long time, for like too long. Like, even though I knew that like, I'm not supposed to work for anyone. And I've like, it's, it's kind of weird. Like they would, like I've been fired before and they were just like, like I was a project manager, which I shouldn't even manage projects. I should just manage people. They were like, you're so good at managing people. We just don't feel like this place is for you. I was like, I know. And it was like three months in and I was like, they literally flew me all over Canada. And I was like, I know. And I was like, whatever. And I just went traveling and I took leadership workshops and like all of these different things and I worked with coaches and mentors and then I found myself back in corporate again like I was like wow that was a lot of debt that I just got into becoming so powerful um (laughs) and then I just like went back to corporate again and I was like why am I doing this and I think 
then it was the pandemic and that was when um everything was like everything shifted in the company and I was only there for nine months and um I was like oh yeah this is my time and everything that I knew I was like I'm getting rid of my place in Toronto I'm letting go of everything I sold all of my like little furniture that I've like built up for like years living in Toronto and like I like vintage cute funky pieces and I'm like oh okay just yeah $200 okay cool bye I'm just letting go of like everything and I just was like I'm driving across Canada and I'm driving there like 55 hours it took me a little bit longer because if it's if it if the roads are icy I cannot I'm just I'm just gonna keep booking the hotel we're staying in like (laughs) where I don't even know where this place is like the most like well I went through Calgary I went through so many places it was like forget the name of it but it was really cold it was like not in a normal cold it was like a negative like level cold like it was super cold (laughs) and I drove all the way across Canada and I went to Vancouver Island where I had a lease there for six months with me and my partner and that was like the first burn burn it all down like that that was like me leaving a chapter of my life in Toronto like it was everything that I had built, I think of Toronto was like the artists, the creatives that I went to, like all these little places and so many events, like there's so many communities and there's so many people there, but it was all like boxes, 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 job box, like production here, 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 here. Like you have to fit into something. It never inspired me there to be like, to go off on my own or to do something. And I I just loved Vancouver Island because it was like, it was so expansive. It was such a portal for me. And that's kind of where I started officially birthing the business that I have now. So that was my first let go. My second one was, was the, the rip across the pavement and like bleed a little. <laughs> Always a good one. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was the first one that I had a lot of lessons from like it, it really had me surrender because I knew I was starting my business in, like, I knew I had debt. I didn't, I wasn't really that concerned about it. Um, and I just felt this momentum moving within me, this, uh, this knowingness of like, it was beyond me. Like I was just having this conversation last night with a soul sister. And I was like, I was like starting my business. I was like, what I did in such a short amount of time, I, I, I literally like, I think it all happened so fast in terms of like what I was doing because it wasn't about like it literally wasn't about me it wasn't I literally was like this is bigger than me it like source was moving through me it was like it wasn't like I'm trying to make money I wasn't like I don't even know it was like I'm trying to build something like for God like I don't even know what is happening I didn't even know what I was doing I was learning so much creating content everything and like things were just like bam it happened so fast um, and I had to let go of so much along in order to be where I am. It was really, really hard. Um, and like my life path is number nine. And so even though I don't really do a lot of astrology and number nine and all of these like things, like I used to, I don't have a lot of like wisdom around it, but I, I know that like letting go is like a huge part of my, like of my journey. Like it's, it's the force. It's so hard. Like the burning it all down pipes is like, no. And I have like my Scorpio friends that are like so good at it. I'm like, like you, you (laughs) (laughs) what's your sign? Um, Well, I am a Libra, Libra, Pisces. So Libra, Sun, Moon, and then a Pisces rising. So um, my life is very much about burning it down but then like wishing that it would all nicely fit in to some flow after the burn, which so far it hasn't. But I think that's something like people love like the concept of burning it down and like starting again and being brave and going all in and like these buzzwords. And then not very many people talk about like how incredibly difficult it is rebuilding afterwards and how it doesn't actually look nice and tidy. That's something that for me, I was like, well, I did the brave thing. So everything should just fall into place now for me like this shouldn't also feel like a huge struggle (laughs) so when you say you had like multiple burning downs and you keep having to let go do you feel that same kind of feeling it's 
yeah, it's different like now because of what I have built. So it's like, I know that I'm like in like a new era of where I'm moving towards and I'm just beginning to taste it and feel it. And I don't feel the need to burn anything down in my business right now, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I feel the need to like elevate and evolve and like renovate. Oh. And I feel and I feel like that's a really good thing to do. It's like, come into my living room. The living room is good. This is like the front facing part of the business or the front facing part of your personal brand or whatever you're doing. And it's like, this is it. This is all of these things. And then like behind the scenes, you're shifting, you're elevating, you're refining, you're being more of a creator. You're having like a longer term mindset as a CEO. And so I personally believe that once you've actually gone all in and you've done that, you can burn a lot down. But when you have something that you've already built, it's really just about refining and renovating. And you can do that by being like, this is what I have. And like back here, we're like moving things around. And that can be like your own internal process. Do you know what mm, I mean? Yeah. Because our business can become so, so personal. It's so intimate because we're putting ourselves out there. We're becoming so brave and so real and so it's it's us we are here like we are like do you know what I mean oh yes so yeah it's just like it's a lot like some days I'm like okay what the um and I think like oh I I also cannot wait till I do um photo shoot with you oh yeah yeah Canada um that's gonna be so fun one of my biggest burn it down moments was one of the hardest moments so this was like I can still feel it in my body but it doesn't feel like pain it feels like feels like wow like I did that um I was in a very like toxic relationship and I had a lot of shame that I was in a toxic relationship because I was coach who was helping people fall deeper in love. (laughs) And it wasn't actually mostly fall deeper in love. It was fall deeper in love with themselves. I was helping Mm -hmm. people like do things with themselves and step into their purpose and launch businesses and create offerings, but like unearth their gifts and their genius and like turn that into something and learn how to sell and market themselves. And I was like, I felt so much shame that I was in the most craziest relationship ever, which at the beginning, I loved it. That is a whole other conversation of shadow work. (laughs) I was like, this is insane. I don't know why I love this. And like, that is a whole separate conversation. But um, I think a part of us has to break up with the chaos and, um, the passion and the lust and the instability and the like up and down. And like, you really take a look at your life and you're like, where I'm going, this cannot come with me. It's not the person. It's what attracted me to that person to begin with. Mm-hmm. It was it because it exists within us. And so we're always attracting a parts of what we already are. But I was like, where I'm going, this cannot come with me. I want a level of peace within my heart, soul. Yeah. And I was like, ached for this peace for so long. Like I was engaged. I was literally like in a relationship for five years with someone in Toronto. And that letting go and that burning down for me was like literally New Year's Eve. 2018 right before it turned 2019 like literally one hour before new Year's on the phone I was like this is not it for me like I came back from Europe after quitting my job and like going all in on coaching my coaching business but I didn't know how to run an online business at the time back then Mm -hmm. and when I came back I was like away from I was away from my relationship for like two months and before I had left I was like I was like this is amazing I am going to Europe. I'm going on this journey. I know it's a spiritual journey. I was like, you can come with me, but you can't because you want to keep your job. So I'm going on my own. And I like did it and I went. And I was like, before I went, I was like, you need to make music. You need to follow your purpose. You need to follow your calling. Here's another lesbian <clears throat> to do that with. 
<laughs> cool. So <laughs> that was what I did. <laughs> and oh when God, I came that's hilarious. Back, and when I came back from Europe, I was like, what the fuck just happened? What did I do? And it was I had gone through a personal transformation, right? Like this is back in 2018. I had gone through a personal transformation. And so I wasn't the same person. Like I was not the mm. same person who I don't want to stay at home and watch horror movies and like be at a nine to five. I love flowers on Fridays and like one going out for dinner once a week, but like, I want to go out for dinner, like almost every day. I like, <laughs> like I want to like travel. I want to like drive the car across Canada. I, I want to go like to things. I want to like have a bigger life. And I I loved the, like the beauty and the intimacy and the love that we shared, but it was like, I wasn't, it was not for me. Like it, I was on to bigger things. I had a bigger mindset. I became a different person. And so I left that relationship because that whole situation that I had somehow like Cupid, whatever the fuck that was. Um, <laughs> it's a Cupid. <laughs> and I just went off on my own and it was like, it was hard. It was like, a, there was a lot of letting go, but it yeah. was not just people. It was a letting go of like, um, me. It was like all the identities that I had held onto in order to try to be successful in a life that like, wasn't even for me, like try to be successful as an actor and get rejected and be in rooms where I'm like, y'all look like me y'all are five foot one y'all have brown hair y'all look like me who am I why am I in this room why does every girl in this room look like me and I can't even do a British accent like you can I'm out <laughs> but and like the the whole needing to like be successful in corporate be successful here have this like perfect life have a ring on my finger like being like okay cool this is it. I've created this. Like that was the biggest burn down. The the like mm -hmm. letting go. I had to hold on to corporate for many. Um, like I would have to hold on to corporate like after that letting go. I let I held on so much before I fully surrendered and drove across Canada. And um when we meet like these versions of ourselves, the the chaos that we're still holding on to. It's like, we're looking at ourselves and we're wondering where within me, am I still holding chaos within myself? Where am I not asking for the support that I desire, truly desire in a partnership, in somewhere where I want to be and where I want to go? Like, where am I not, I'm not getting my needs met. Like the whole, like move to, move to the island. And then like, I don't know, I was dating a gypsy. So, so. I was like, I was like, I am unstable. This is home. This is no, you cannot just come and go. This is not it. Like I was like, this is my first year of entrepreneurship. This rent is $3,000. I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, I have, I literally just became an entrepreneur. I had COVID. And then I was like, I got cheated on. And like, I was like, and this is like when the covenant breaks, I'm like, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> Peace. And I'm like this, and it was like, how much can we try and hold on to something when we know, we know, we know, we know, we know, we know, we know it's not for us. And that for me was my like biggest lesson mm -hmm. because I had something that was bigger than what, than, than me. And it, it still feels like it's like, hasn't even begun. Like I, it has begun, but it like, hasn't even begun in its capacity. And I'm like, there's, there was so much letting go and so much forgiveness, not just for people, but like for myself, like forgiveness for how much I had to like be small, like play small and like, know my intuition was like, ca like calling to me, like things felt off. It felt sick. It felt, it felt wrong. It felt like I was being lied to. It felt like it felt like I was being used because I'm going to be successful because I'm going to make all this money or because I'm going to do something big. It felt like I was being like taken advantage of. And like, I didn't have the space for that. I didn't even, I didn't even know what that felt like or what that was. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> At the beginning, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just know that if I'm going to be in a relationship. I want to be with someone who uh, is like supporting me. 
and not like all over the place because I don't know what I'm doing. And so mm-hmm. it was very, it was very toxic. It was abusive. It was, um, there was like, like I, there was moments where it was like the dark night of the soul. I, I felt like I was holding someone else through their dark night of the soul. I still have so much love for this person. Like, like I really, really do. And so like, that's how it is. Like I, I have so much love and so much compassion for who they are. And it's like, we're still cool, but we have to understand like what's really, really good for us is also good for everyone. Like everyone your worlds people were seeing me like not okay like super super not okay like not well like it wasn't just like a decision to like to like let go of things it was like how do I explain this um I would have had to nail my window shut there like like it was like I would have had to literally I was living in Vancouver I would have had to like nail my window shut like it would just be like I'd be like how did you get in like it was not okay (laughs) it was just too much like it's Mm like I think when we find like I think love for me has been the biggest teacher on my business journey but I speak so much about business in my business so I don't even know I feel like when (laughs) when we really see like when we understand like my biggest journey is to really understand like how we can pour so much love into what we do and what the definition of love means and that like level of detachment and that level of forgiveness that's required in the journey because I feel like love is not so much about and we like paint the sky with the breath of our lungs and like pour our blood into the ethers and like just like literally be insane I think it's really actually like can we communicate (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like um yeah and I know that there's a lot of I know that there's a lot of women I know that there's a lot of like not just in like uh queer relationships but like mostly in queer relationships let's be honest um but like in all kinds of relationships who have experienced that that like kind of those karmic kind of partnerships those that like intensity and it wasn't just about letting that go it was about letting go who they were like within that dynamic so that they could actually become who they're actually destined to be so that they could lead something so that they could really feel a sense of peace so that they could feel god within their heart something that we really desire to like feel and know and come close to that for me was like it's more of the uphill but there was the downhill (laughs) well I think you need both and um, yeah yeah I think people try to separate they're like this is my business and this is my life they try to separate it and I just don't know if that's feasible at all to try and separate your life and your business because they're so intertwined and who you are in your life is who you are in your business and vice versa. And, and like with relationships and like all kinds of relationships and it's just, yeah, trying to separate. I really, for a long time, tried to like, be like, this is my business hat and this is my life hat and never the two shall meet. And then I realized that was so just not working for me because I'm me wherever I go. Yeah. And like, we have to really understand that like that even though this business isn't personal like it also is personal like we're sharing our life with people mm-hmm. right? we're we're sharing um like what we share is our choice like i don't just i don't believe you have to share every single thing i also feel like it's extremely like not actually good for business to do that like it's it's too confusing it muddles things but we are sharing more than just like an offer we're sharing our our ideas, our soul, our wisdom, our core wisdom from actual personal life experiences. We're sharing our breakdowns. Let's be honest. We're sharing our tears. We're sharing like we're sharing. We're getting up. We're influencing people. Like we're literally speaking our voice. We're saying things that like sometimes always don't align, but like it aligns with people. You know, like we gotta like land the plane. You know, mm-hmm. and like we're literally leaning in we're sharing rawness and vulnerability like 
we're not just in this for like a win. Like it's not just a business. It is so much more than that. Like the decision to, um, to show who you are and have a voice and have a brand and have an expression and share that it is just so much more than just like my Canva graphics, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> You're literally influencing people. Like, like I always say this to my clients as well too. I'm like, they're like, oh, I feel like this is a little bit crazy. And I'm like, the thing I always say, I'm like, you could be insane. You could be yes. a little bit crazy. You're a little insane. You just are. Like, you gotta be fucking insane. You're like, this is what's gotta come up right now. Bam. And knowing your mission, like what you're here to do. It's it's quite beautiful, actually. <laughs> It's like, like I have so much, uh, I had, I have so much love and respect, uh, for content creators, for, for people who have personal brands, for coaches, for people who are like building something and putting themselves out there. We're not like a normal person. We're just a little different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it definitely takes like a certain, yeah, I just said a little touch of insanity to be able to do it and I think yeah. a lot of people try and realize it's not for them and then they kind of feel like bad about themselves but it's not it's not a path everyone wants to take and it's not something you should try to do if it's not for you because it'll just make yourself crazy yeah I'm curious as well too because like I know you're a projector yeah my partner's a projector as well so it's like like we're so we're so different in terms of like how we are like I haven't seen her in a while because she's traveling um but it's like they always just sleep they just they just when things aren't working they just like they just they literally do this and I'm totally the opposite I like literally get I rage I like rage I'm like ah oh hmm what the this it ah I want to scream and work out no everything's fine it's fine in three minutes just wait for this moment to happen. You don't even understand. I can't believe this person said this to me. It's okay. It's like so intense. And then all of a sudden, like, cause I'm a manifester, right? So when I'm not aligned, it's like, I have like an angry moment. And then all of a sudden I'm like, <laughs> and so with projectors, I think like showing up in their brand is a little different. Cause I know that they, um, they can see people so, so, so intricately and so deeply. And that's what makes them so good at what they do. Like in so many different fields, creative coaches, like so many things they can just zone in, but they also need to be seen as well. And so being in, I know being in front of a camera and like sharing that and showing up, it can be like, um, it can be a lot, I think for, um, for some projectors, they're still busting through, but you've like nailed it. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I've definitely gotten into a groove of like knowing when I can and when I can't. And if I like, you know, I do, I talk about this a lot with people because I pre-plan out content so that when I'm not like feeling it, my business still stay cons stays consistent. Right. So yeah. I'm not like for, I used to just force myself to like show up live or whatever. And if I'm not, if I'm too tired or like things are just not working, then it's just, it's like super icky vibes. And people are like, Oh, what happened there? But if I just like pre-make content so that I have it so that my business can stay consistent. But if I'm like, I need to not show my face on the internet today, then I can do that. Yeah. And for me, it's like, I don't have like the flexibility with like having kids to just like nap whenever I want to, <laughs> but I like, oh. um, I definitely build into like I, every single day I go for like a nature walk and I feel like nature for me does that same thing. Being able to just yeah. like unplug and like be around trees, just touch some trees, listen yeah, to some river. And then I'm like, ah, okay. I'm human again. Whereas like, if I don't, then I get like, I also get yeah. ragey. I get pissed off and then I get very, very bitter. I'm like, everyone else has a real nice life except for me. And then I'm like, oh, every time I say that, I need to go hug a tree. So I'll be back. I'm just going to go hug a tree. That's how yeah. I feel as well. Sometimes like I, I'll go, I just go to the, the ocean because I'm so close to the ocean. It's like, yeah. I go every single day. Um, But it's also Tulum. So every time you're there, you're like, you know, it's, 
it's like $75, right? Just to be at the ocean. Like you, you can go and not spend $75, but like, you're just going to want it. Like you just spend a hundred dollars. You're there. Like your ceviche, like coconuts. Like I don't drink. Uh, well, I, I haven't like in a really long time. Um, but I would like to have a drink, I think soon, but, um, I, I have to have a reason to have a drink. Like I need a celebration or something mm-hmm. and then I'll yeah. drink. <laughs> But yeah, I think like being being outside in nature, it's it's different a little bit here in Tulum as well because we we have to pay for nature. Um essentially. It's it's kind of interesting like it uh I love there's so it, it's lush everywhere. Like there's a jungle right outside of my out of my place right now. Mm-hmm. Um there's like seven pools in the place that I'm staying at, like rooftop pools all the place. But you, it kind of spoils you after a while. Okay? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Because yeah because you're like okay cool like I want to go back to Canada and all these things but it's like where am I going to get a rooftop pool for like ten thousand dollars a month I'm going to spend maybe I'm going to spend maybe twelve thousand dollars a month in Canada and it's like that's not no that's not a vibe for not like I love abundance and all those things but it's like Tulum it just it just happens it just comes with it it's just like normal rent like three thousand two thousand just it you just get it right but you have to pay for nature And so it's just really important as well too. like, you go to beautiful cenotes here and stuff like that, but, um, you, the cenotes are so magical. They're, they're like holes with like water in them and they're all over the Yucatan, obviously. And like, they're really special, but they're only free for locals. So, um, and I think that that makes sense. And that's that totally, mm-hmm. I understand that um, because there's, it's just important that they have access to the place that, you know, they live in before it became Tulum. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. And so like you go to a cenote, it's like, I think it's like 200 pesos or something, which is like 10 US dollars. And you can be there like all day if you want to. And you swim in in the cenote and something happens in your third eye it's just like I can't explain it it's like an energy (laughs) so that's my little version of the I haven't hugged a tree in a while there's there's literally no place to hike here the jungle is extremely dense like you can't just walk through it it's Mm -hmm. it's dusty dense and like it's for miles you can see it um, they saw like a, like a Jaguar, like they saw a Jaguar here, like, um, they're all over the place, but sometimes they just like, I I've seen on Instagram, like people be like, Oh, a Jaguar was just out someone outside of someone's place in Tulum. It was like, I would literally lose my mind. Like I would. <laughs> oh my God. There is a Jaguar outside of my place. I would feel so bad. I would be like this is gentrification <laughs> this is like okay but um it's okay it it's it's also like living in the jungle and it's like the reason why you know so much happens here um it's it's chaotic and it's also deeply expansive so it it really activates you it calls you forth in so many ways like it this place i think to loom it forces you to let go and burn down anything that's not aligned mm. essentially yeah, it it re- you really cannot hold on to anything that isn't for you because the energy here is so watery. Because every the, there's no grounding, like it's not a grounded place. So some people thrive here because of that, um, because they're completely like, oh my god, finally I surrender, and everything flows like money, ideas, like everything just comes to you. But if you're like boom, 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 always like putting in like work. It can be really great if you're aligned and it's, it's happening, but the energy here is really flowy. It's really watery. And if you're doing something that's not aligned, it, it like, it's, it's so chaotic. Like the energy here, I can't explain it. It's so chaotic. It's so peaceful. Tulum is so peaceful, but then you go outside and you're like, oh my gosh, my bike. And like, Oh, it's okay. Somebody just happens to be a bike repair person. They don't speak English, but they're, they just, they have, they just open, they just saw me on the side of the, they're going to repair my bike. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Like, the, like it's so chaotic. They'd be like, no, the price changed. It's now a thousand pesos. No, it's now 4,000 pesos. Like everything is like, so it's like, there was once a restaurant here that I liked. No, never. 
Well, I thought this place opens at 9 a.m. It's 10.30. Man. Like, <laughs> it's like, you don't, it's just, you just, if you want to be on time, you just stay in your house. <laughs> oh, what that's, a difference. Like, so <laughs> I think that's what's so amazing about traveling is like seeing that the things you thought were like standard everywhere aren't. And it's hard to pinpoint those things until you actually go somewhere else because there's so many things that we take like for granted, either good or bad that we're like, well, yeah, this is how everybody does it. But like, no, not at all, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Everything actually is like so different in different places and even different people. I think working with different people too, you're like, well, this is the standard way everybody works together. And then you meet someone new and you're like, whoa, oh, you're just a whole new set of person. Yeah. And it's so funny. Like I, like I, I didn't really choose to talk a lot about like what happens in my, like in my Mexican journey, like in my brand. Cause it's just, it's just so much, but like sometimes like the craziest things will happen. Like I'll just have a cop pull me over on the side of the highway. I'm like, what? Right. But my friend next to me speaks Spanish. So I'm like, please like help me in the situation. Cause he's yelling at me in Spanish and I have no idea. Like, I have no idea. I'm like, I, I, I cannot function. <laughs> just like, and like, she's just like speaking, like just so like, she's got so much like sass and so much edge and, and like, they don't give you tickets. They're just like, you know, they're just like, no, just, you have to just hand over whatever cash you have. Just get, like, we're just going to change the price in the conversation four different, three different times. And I'm just like, I'm like talking to him, but then all of a sudden what they actually want, the cops are so nice. They actually just want you to like respect them, speak as much Spanish as you can and really honor the fact that they are in a prominent position. That's Mm. it. Yeah, that's it. And like, that's like the core of it. And it's just like, I'm like, what did I do? And it's like, oh, you just moved here this lane and and you, you flip your light was off for a second. So that's gonna be $400, but you don't get a ticket. So I'm like, right. I'm like, I'm like, senor, like, yo, I'm like, muchas gracias. Like, I just like try my best to speak Spanish. And then he just smiles at you and he like puts your hand, like, it's very funny. It's like, <laughs> and then he's just like, yeah. And then he's just like, you know what? Like, you have a great time. Where are you guys from? This, and you're just talking, but I'm like, I barely know what they're saying. So I'm like, my friend's kind of like explaining it to me and I'm picking up on some things and I'm like, <laughs> but I had to let go of a lot to come here to Tulum. Like I let go of my place. I let go of, I let go of my place in Vancouver, actually. Um, I had a three bedroom household in Vancouver, which is insane. And I, like, I came to Tulum, I think for a few months, I just met some mm-hmm. friends and I came back and I sold everything. I literally came back to Canada. Like it was last July, a year ago. And I was like, everything. And that was everything has to go. Like all of my furniture again, again, Mm -hmm. all the furniture that I moved from Vancouver Island to Vancouver, full on burn it down moment, plates, people coming into my house being like patio set this, what about this lamp, this light? I'm like, all of it. 57 people are messaging me on Facebook messenger. I'm exhausted. I'm like, if you put a deposit down, you cannot come over to my house. I'm like, I'm exhausted. I don't even know what this is for. I don't know. No, you cannot come see it. You get, you, you put a deposit down to make sure that you're here. If, because I need to eat and I need to go, like, I need to have a life. If you don't come and I wait for you, no, like, yeah, it's so much, like so much letting go in my journey. And so much, like I would say, burning it all down to, to actually really feel the new the new life starting mm-hmm. I feel like we can't, can't fully experience it until we make the move like sometimes it's uh moving a country sometimes if it's just moving a house mm-hmm. um and I really resonate with your story as well too because I've seen like I've seen you post about your story and it always really inspires me um, which I just love and like your, your willingness and your tenacity to lean in and to create something bigger for your family and to really decide who you are and to like, go for it in all ways. I don't know. I just love it. It, it really inspires me like that, that, that kind of bravery and also just like owning, like, like fully owning yourself, like 
like while having kids and a family and then being like, this is who I am. This is, this is actually who I am. And I'm going to own this. That takes so much bravery, like to do that with kids and a family. Like I can't even, it's like, wow. Like, it's like, I'm in awe. Like, yeah. (laughs) It is. It's really hard. And I think that so many people's story is like getting rid of all the stuff and like moving to a new location. And there's like a lot of momentum that happens when you move to a new location or a new place to like make a change. But when you have to like stay in the same place and make your change, it's a very different energy, I think. And it's very, um, like it's harder in some ways and easier in some ways. I think it's easier to keep hold of things that you're supposed to let go of. If you have to, like some things had to stay the same. I couldn't burn everything down. I couldn't sell everything. Cause like, it wasn't just my life. It was my kids and everything. Right. So there's like things that had to change. And I think that it's been maybe slower because I couldn't just say, fuck it. We're all going somewhere else. Right. <laughs> and that's been different. And part of me has been a little bit like, oh, I wish I could have just ran off into the sunset, and like started a whole new life. But also I didn't want to get rid of the whole life. You know, <laughs> like, I, I guess I could have, there are people who literally just ditched their kids and ran. And I didn't want to do that. I oh. wanted to rebuild within the life I had. Right. And so I had to rebuild myself and then parts of my life didn't fit. So I had to rebuild those. And then I had to rebuild myself. And it just feels like this ever moving, like living inside a house that's being renovated kind of, it's like an ever moving, ever changing thing. But I loved what you were talking about your relationships and how like you basically had to say, Hey, like I'm setting you free. We're setting each other. Like, I really believe that when you set yourself free, you can set the rest of the people around you free. Like there's things that, <clears throat> you know, I don't want to share other people's stories, but there are things that have really like blossomed in the people around me because I have said, nope, this isn't for me. I'm sorry. I can't do this. And they're like, wait, what? And then the change in others around me, like in my family and my close friends that they have like felt the permission to do or just been free to do because I wasn't doing something else anymore. It's really, it's really cool that when you start to actually like follow something, it opens up space for other people too. I know. Yeah. It's so true. It's, it's a lot because you're, you're, you're basically seizing a part of you that was once connected to the cycle of chaos that was once connected to the cycle of victimhood. And these are all things that are very closely intertwined. Um, and for me, it really represented like, like it was like, it was like, I lost my face. Like it was, Mm -hmm. I felt like I lost my face. If that makes sense. If you ever like go through so much pain that you feel like you lose your face, like you cannot express, <laughs> you cannot. And like, it was, I took two weeks off my business and then I came back on and I literally showed up and I had the most vulnerable conversation publicly. Um, and it, I, I was okay. Like everything was going to be okay. And it was, um, just allowing myself to be like, I think what I'm really grateful of at that time was my business supported me during one of the deepest transformations that I had to walk through fire to, to get to the other side. And it was, I I had clients, I was doing the work and I, but I was also waking up in the morning and I was shaking off and meditating and breathing and like going through all of this to be like you have friends and even though you feel this pain like this it's like it feels like I was like nailed to the cross or something in terms of like what I what I came into this world with or something I feel like I've had like psychics say that like I have this like ancestral like thing with like pain or something and I'm Mm -hmm. and I've I've been exploring it, but I don't do this past life stuff. This is not my, this is not my thing. It's not my gifts. It's not what I focus on. And so the pain to power story was something that just happened. It just happened because it had to, it was like a combustion of like, I literally created diamonds from that because I think the truth is, is that 
I had the clients and I, my business was okay. And so it supported me in healing before I was investing in all the business coaching and business stuff. And then I was like, I need therapists, healers, and I need to do deeper work on my craft. And so I would dive into that and I would live it. And it made me good at what I do. And I would spend a lot of time alone. And I knew that the home that I had, that was like three bedroom home that I had with this person it was like way too big. Why, why do I have a three bedroom home with a backyard? Like we don't have kids. We don't even have like, what, what is this house? It's too big. It's like, I didn't even want a house this big because I chose, I was like, I chose this specifically for this person so that they could have a workout room, bring an ATV into the house. Who wants to bring an ATV into a house? Just to make it. <laughs> like, Like, it's just like the reality that I live in. It was like, no place was big enough for the bigness of this person. There was, they were so big. They needed so much space. And I was like, that's cool. I just need an office, my Wi-Fi. That's all I need. And I literally went through a cycle in my office and I would um, be at the couch and then I'd be on the floor. And then I would be at my desk and I would do my own work that I do with clients on myself. I would do the subconscious work. I would go back to the floor. I would do my practices. Then I would journal and I would create and I would learn. And then I would put the pieces together. And somehow something was creating, something was forming. And that was the offer that I was in. Like I was in that offer. Like my first offer that I was like in, it was my own becoming. And so it was like, I was literally doing it. I was literally going through like a cycle from my couch to the floor, to the mat, to the table, to the, like, to the brand. Like it was like a cycle that I was going through. And that for me was to some people, they're like, this is crazy. And then to other people, you're just like, this is literally what had to happen. It's literally what had to happen. And then there was like a moment where I think it was Christmas. It was Christmas. It was like the most saddest loneliest Christmas of my life um and I was it was in the it was in it was 2020 what year is it right now it was 2021 so it was just before 2022 and I was in this like big house alone in Vancouver I didn't really know a lot of people in Vancouver because I just drove across Canada and I was an entrepreneur so most of what I was doing was online one second go see sorry my kids are staying you're, next door. you're an amazing mom <laughs> so I love this yeah I was just like I had that moment when I was like in Christmas and I was like oh my gosh like I am I had my come to Jesus moment mm. and that was everything for me like that was literally everything I was like this can no longer like I literally completely surrendered myself to Jesus and I don't even know if I can say completely looking back because I feel like I am not I'm not Christian I don't consider myself Christian but I feel like I am so gravitated towards that level of worship that level of the Holy Spirit I am being called to it and pulled to it very much now almost a lot now but it's been like this for two and a half years and I like do my church my sermons and all these things but I was like the only place that was open in Vancouver was the the what did I, I forget the name of the church but it was like everything was closed like I couldn't even go to my yoga studio and I was like mm-hmm. I'm I have nothing right now and I I'm like I took a month off Instagram. I took a month off my brand to fully just like sit with myself. Even though I had created success, I was literally a few months away from having a six figure business, but I put my healing first. I invested in like healers and coaches. And then I would go to church and I was like, I'm going to like a literal rock and roll church at 9am on a Sunday. And this is the only thing that is opened. And this is the best thing that ever happened to me. I was like, this is literally where I'm meant to be. This is exactly what I'm meant to be doing. This community. I was like, I didn't have this. I literally went all in 
And that I actually felt really, really alone at that time, like super, super alone because I was just cheated on. And I had gone through a whole level of forgiveness with this person and I had to really move to a new level, but I didn't, I didn't know where I belonged. And I feel like the sense of belonging is really important when people are having like needing to have the courage to burn anything down. Like you need to have Mm -hmm. a sense of belonging and that for me, it wasn't that I found belonging with the community there. It was that I found belonging in the energy of the Holy Spirit. And that gave me what I needed and gave me the momentum that I needed that I wasn't able to create for myself in order to move forward, in order to do it in a very powerful way. Because I think when we like hit our moments, our rock bottom moments, when I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like I I'm tired. Like I had, I, my client containers, like, um, they ended. And so I was like, okay, that, that month was a $0 month for me and my business, but I wasn't really thinking about the money. Like I actually really wasn't for some reason. I wasn't worried about money. I don't know why or how, cause my rent, but I really wasn't like, I just had enough everything was good. And I knew that like people were watching me. I knew, I knew how to get clients. I knew I was going to bring in clients, but I knew that I couldn't show up on social media. So I was like, okay, how am I going to do this? I was like, I need, (laughs) and I was like, I was like, but I also really was like, I wanted to be aligned and I wanted to feel really good and feel really good about what I was doing. And I, I was like, okay, cool. This month was zero dollar month. I'm fine. I'm okay. But it was like, I had to meet my, my own nothingness. Like I had to meet the nothingness. And I think nothingness is beauty, beautiful because um, I had the strategies and the business and all these things, but I just couldn't do it all. I just couldn't do it all the things. I just, I didn't have the, I didn't have that energy. The energy wasn't me. I had to have the energy that was bigger than me. And that's all I had to have at that point. I had nothing else. And I think the nothingness moment, it's not, it wasn't a place of despair. It was not that. It was a place of like, wow, I've been here before and it was despair. Look at me now. Now I feel so full. I feel like I have everything that those past two months have paid off. I've I've literally just finished containers with like seven clients. I'm like, I feel so good about what I have within me. I feel so alive. I feel so like, it was like a nothingness where like, only miracles can come through. So if you're ever in a place where you feel like you have nothing, you are literally, you are literally on the brink of having everything because nothingness doesn't come from everything because sorry, miracles don't come from everything. Mm-hmm. Miracles, miracles come from nothing. When you've put in all the work and you cannot do no longer, You've done all the things and you breathe and you just allow yourself to say, can I feel more full within my cup, within who I am without all of the bells and the whistles and the doing and the strategies and this and like posting and content and all of these things that you know how to do. Like, can I just, can I fill my cup so much so that when I do all these things, the energy is potent and it's felt because my cup runneth over. It's a full energy. And that for me was like, I want to feel that again. I was like, if I don't feel this, I'm going to, I'm burning out completely. Mm -hmm. And I had to like, feel that energy so that the miracles could just come and they did. Oh, I just love, like, for me, I just, I, I love the strength that comes from within. And for me, like, my story is my story. I think I had like a heaviness within me that I had to clear, um, on a deep, deep level in order for me to do the work that I do. And like, I'm people look at me and they're like, you're insane. I'm like, I know. Like I am insane. I had someone tell me this last night sitting on my couch. She's like, I've literally, she's like, I've, I've seen you. I've, I gave like a, a, a speaker conference here in Tulum. I did conversation on like finding your brand from your soul. And I led women through it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
in part of a community here. And so this woman knows me from that, from leaving this workshop in person in Tulum. So she's seen me on Instagram, but she hasn't like actually, we haven't actually hung out in person, both business coaches. So she comes over last night. She's like, oh my God, I love your cat. She's going to take my cat for four months. Um, and I'm like, it's just too much. I'm like, my cat isn't too much. It's my dog. That's too much, but I'm too attached to my dog. I cannot get my dog. I cannot I like I birthed this dog. Like I birthed her. <laughs> like, <laughs> so she comes over and she's like, oh my God, I've only seen you like on Instagram. She's like, I always was like, whoa, like this person's so intense, so much energy. Like they're in, you're, like, you're out there. And I'm like, yeah, no. I just feel like I'm out there because like, I just, I'm always like surging as a manifester. I'm actually I'm so like, I just, I'm at peace. I'm so simple. I was like, I'm actually a basic fuck because I've been through so much that I just want, I just want like simple. And like, I'm so happy just like reading a book and having tea, just ordering some food. Such a homebody. Because I've been through, I'm like, but for people that have the courage and the bravery to do the Phoenix rising from the ashes, and like actually have the courage and bravery to redo that when things are already like, when it's not just them, mm -hmm. it's their kids, your kids. Like for me, that's like, wow. Like that's like, that's a lot. That's like really, 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 really. Yeah. It so I, <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Is. And also like, I'm giving them permission to then do that themselves. And, you know, I've never once said, none of us have to be perfect. And I think there's so much pressure, like people have kids mm -hmm. and then they want them to be a little extension of themselves. And they like, want to like, you know, say, oh, my kid's the honor student. Look at my bumper stickers. Look at my little things. And it's like, well, how much fucking pressure is that for your kid? And like, I don't know. I just want my kids to like, you know, do their own experimenting and their own figuring out. Like, I don't even, even saying, I just want you to be happy. Like that's so much pressure. They're not going to always be happy. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I just, I have such a different experience of like the world now. And I think people sometimes are like, whoa, like you're a bit out there. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, but I've just, I've been through so much. Like I've been through so much control and then so much freedom. It almost felt like too much. And I was like, I got to find this middle ground where I'm not like betraying myself and I can keep myself safe, but also I can like, you know, have freedom. And it's like such a balancing act. I really, before I started this burning down, I just like, I remember like sobbing and sitting there and being like making a contract with like spirit or God at the time I couldn't even say God, but I was like, if I do this, you got to take care of me on the other end. And then like doing it and being like, why isn't everything perfect? And then like that itself was almost its own little rebirth. Like, oh, but like life is still life and like things are still hard and messy. And yeah, it's just, it's messy and it's like moving. It's like all these marbles running down a hill and I'm like, okay, I mean, let's just do it. I guess let's just go for it. It's the small moments. Like we often forget like those, actually those moments offer the most pristine opportunities for actual joy like we are not gonna find like like if you've been through so many rebirth moments and like burn it all down and rebuild it you are gonna have this whole kind of it's a kind of it can be a really good addiction to be like I did this and I did this and I did this and it's like every milestone that you hit or like the, every courage and everything and that can be really powerful to know that you've been through that but you also get to have peace. Mm -hmm. You also like, you also don't have to live your life burning every single thing down all the time. You also get to like find peace and like renovate and like refine and it's okay. But if you're in the phase where you have to go all in and you have to do this for yourself, do it. It will make you so incredibly strong. And it's such a powerful move. Mm -hmm. But we also get to find like peace in simplicity and like coming back to like what is right here in front of me right now? What is like life showing me? How can I be so grateful? Like so grateful for the most like intricate 
moments, the most like intimate and intricate daily moments of your life. It's like those tiny moments where you just like look at a bird outside and you just wake up and you fully feel this like wash of like this glow come over your body. You feel this like level of gratitude that no matter where you are, like you are so, so loved and you're so, so taken care of. Mm-hmm. And like that level of peace, it's like, can you burn it down with that level of peace within you, with that knowingness that like you are supported, like you mm-hmm. are, you are completely supported, you are watched over, you are guided, you are loved. And like, it's not just about you. You don't have to figure it all out. You got to move with the energy of spirit. You got to move with the energy of like where you're going, where you're going it's not just about breaking the foundation of what's not working. Get more, get more excited, get more lit up, create the momentum about where you're going, not just what you're leaving behind, because where you're going is not just about you being there and being like, look what I did. It's about being like, y'all don't even know what's coming it's what I'm doing it's what I'm doing it's what I'm it's what I'm up for I think being pulled by something is it will have you burn things down it will have you a lot easier like it'll be easier to burn things down if you're pulled by something rather than like fuck energy like (laughs) is what my perspective is oh yeah (laughs) But it's so different. You're like, now I feel like I'm being like, yeah, like I have a direction. And before I didn't have direction. I just was like, not this, but I don't know where, I don't know what. And now I feel way more like, okay, now I can feel like I have something in the horizon, which is cool. It's like so much growth. Mm, I can't wait to like, oh, I can't wait for the next level of where I'm so excited. Like I feel this right now. I'm in this phase right now. I feel this. So I need some photos for it. <laughs> Definitely. Photos help. I, I love that. Like, I think people don't know how much power there can be in like getting like in, you know, outfits that make you feel like great. And then like getting in front of the camera and just like being yourself. Like uh, people think it's just pictures, but it's not. It's like, it's like a representation of who you are, who you're becoming and so good. I did a whole photo documentary series of myself when I was coming out and I hadn't told anyone yet. And it's like still some of the most raw pictures I've ever taken. Like I have a picture really? of me shaving my own head and like throwing out Bibles and like shit that I was like burning down. And I was like, they're like super, super hardcore. And maybe someday I'll share them with the world. But it was like, it was like, what would gave me the courage to like actually followed through with what my heart needed to do because I was like if I can do it and like make a representation of it then it like almost gave me the courage to actually do it it's like almost like I had to like make the picture before I could do the real thing mm-hmm. yeah it's very powerful it's like oh that's so powerful I can't wait to like when you do share it, if you ever feel called to but we don't have to share everything that's mm-hmm. the thing we really don't. Um, it's completely our own will to, to do that and to serve in that way. And it's all about resonance. Mm-hmm. So many people resonate with that. I had my coming out moment as well when I was in high school. So that was so stupid. I feel like I could just, I, every, like any person who is like, like high school, like I, I talk about high school with any like gay person and they're just, they're just like, no. Yikes. They're like, no, next conversation. <laughs> and we, like, and we're like, it's literally the ultimate, like, burn it down. Burn it down. No. <laughs> I think yeah. being a young person is really hard. Like, my kids are, you know, my oldest is like now nine, but even that, like, the angsty, weird preteen energy, I'm just like, oh, it's like, it's so much harder to be them than to watch it. And it's really hard to watch it. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like, there's so much going on. And I'm like, oh, I remember it. And you will survive, but it will feel weird. <laughs> yeah. 
I had to like, I had to do the whole, the whole like coming out thing. And it was like, oh God, it was like so ridiculous. So, so ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I was like this, I, I was like, I want to change my name and move to a different country. I actually did do that. Um, I just did that like 14 years later. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ah, this was so lovely. It was. So tell us if people want to hear more about you and find you, where can they do that? Where's the best spot? Yeah. So my Instagram handle is at to be alive. So it's at T O B E E alive. And currently right now I have a mastermind that I'm enrolling for, for the beginning of October or beginning. Um, and it's called destined mastermind. Um, it's for people who are really refining aspects of themselves, who they are in a deep level so that they are bringing their next level of their business and their brands, uh, to life. Sounds amazing. Um, I've seen the stuff you put out for it. It looks like really cool. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing such beautiful things. And I love every time you talk, I'm just like, watching like so yeah the way you speak and present yourself is just so it's so real and it's so beautiful and I really appreciate having you here and I can't so much. do it again yay you're such an amazing person I'm so 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 grateful that we did this thank you me too okay Hey, I'm Stephanie Rose, and I am the host of the West Rose Media Podcast, Lessons from the Ashes. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and on threads and on TikTok and all the places. My handle is at West Rose Media. Check out my website too. There are so many resources for people just like you, people who are climbing out of the ashes, ready to make a new life. I got you, babe. Make sure you follow along. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. That way you never miss an episode and I can keep doing the magic. I can't wait to keep going. Let's get into it.